Hey folks, it's Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel from the Woodshed Agency, and you are listening to a new episode of Successfully Funded. Here we go. Let's turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah! magical worldly place of uh, all the money that you can possibly imagine coming to you for next to nothing just because you say you're going to do this thing called crowdfunding you know that place that i am uh, maybe a gatekeeper of it right maybe i'm a wizard of the crowdfunding i don't know i mean you guys can use your imaginations maybe i'm sitting here with a big white beard and uh and i'm uh, i'm i'm uh, there's a there's a bridge that you have to cross and you have to, you're, 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 you come up to me and you say, how do I get across this bridge? And I say to you, hire me, go to woodshed.agency.com. All right. All right. All right. I think that's enough of that. Hey everybody. I am uh, Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel, CEO of Woodshed Agency. This is my podcast. Uh, we, it's called Successfully Funded. If this is your first time here, welcome. We like to talk to project creators while they're in the middle of a campaign or their campaign is just finished up. And, uh, you know, we, and then the reason we want to talk to them in that timeline is what did they have to do to be successfully funded? That is a, that's the whole point, right? Raising the money. So with that said, we have got a excellent, excellent show coming up. Uh, we're going to be talking to Phoebus, Phoebus, Torlaba, 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 Phoebus, Torlaba, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying, Phoebus. If you're listening to this, I apologize. I should have got a pronunciation of your last name. I didn't. So with all with that said, how about we go to, he is working on an Indiegogo campaign. Indiegogo? What am I talking about? He's on Kickstarter. He's got a Kickstarter campaign uh, called Cutie Pie. It's a Cutie Pie tablet. This is a Linux-based tablet, which I've never seen before. And this guy is making them. So they've got a really successful campaign going over on Kickstarter. Um, So again, I recommend, guys, go check it out. Um, If you're into the Linux world, uh, you're a developer, go check it out. It might be a cool product for you, you know? So what else is going on? Well, the weekend is over. It is Monday morning. Last night, lost our power, right? Yeah, in the neighborhood, transformer blue. So had no power all night last night until, I don't know, about three in the morning, it kicked back on. So, you know, had to, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I dropped my kids off. They're at they're at uh, uh, cookie camp, grandma cookie camp, right? So that's where they are. So we didn't have the kids. The whole idea was to, we're trying to get a bunch of work done because we're getting ready to go on vacation next week. And, you know, we're trying to get like two weeks of work done right now so that we can, uh, you know, have a nice vacation, not have to be plugged in the whole time, which is, you know, next to impossible. But so, yeah, so last night, no power, uh, power went out and, um, you know, had to just sit there and just literally just look at my wife, just look at her. That's about it. And, and you're right. No funny business happened because we don't, we're not, we don't do that. We, that's, that's. Of course, that's my only suggestion, that funny business stuff. But no, no, it wasn't into that. So we had that last night. Um, but, you know, a question has popped up. And I have, um, Friday night, I hung out with a couple dudes having a cigar uh, around the old campfire. Uh, and, you know, we found out all of our ladies do this, like, incredibly, like, crazy stressed out thing before a vacation. And I don't get it. Why? The whole point of having the vacation is just to have a vacation. But if we're going to have a vacation and the week before is like 
an absolute shitstorm, what are we doing here? Whatever, you know, like, why is it that we can't have this idea of, hey, if it gets done, it gets done. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Now, granted, I'm going to work hard this week. I'm going to try to get as much stuff done. But if there is stuff that I just can't get to, it's called life. And I'll tell you, I got to start putting together this, like, um, you know, this wall that says, hey, you know, if you don't trust me to get the stuff done, or if you think I'm doing a bad job, then you have to fire me and just move on. Because the reality is I'm working my butt off, but we're a small agency with two small kids. We've got a lot of plates spinning. We're working on your stuff and I'm taking the vacation. Like it's not, it cannot be this like, how dare you do this to my project? Listen, if you wanted to work with us, you wanted to work with us for a reason. And the reason we're doing that is because, you know, we're good at what we do. So you know, I, I don't know how to instill this though in my team of like, hey, we're going on vacation. You know what, Sean's, there's still people here. Like you're still gonna be able to get to people and get stuff done, all that sort of stuff. But like, you know, maybe I'm not checking every single waking minute, you know, from seven in the morning till nine at night, every minute being plugged in. Maybe, maybe I'm only plugged in a little bit. So I think, you know, I just, I gotta find this way that it, we start to get to a scenario of, stop freaking out on this or, or letting people, you know, letting our clients dictate our energy and, you know, and our, our guilt and shame based on taking a vacation. We're taking a vacation. It's not ridiculous. Seven days, top seven days. So I just, I don't get the stress of it all, but I know it's, it's amplified because of schooling and all this other stuff. But so last night was, uh, was interesting. Um, so I am organizing, uh, I guess I'm a community organizer right now around a, um, uh, this, like a schooling pod, right. Uh, for lack of a better term. And I'm starting to see it. It's this idea is starting to pop up here. It's like a, a pandemic pod, right. It's, and it really is the whole idea of, you know, a group of, uh, of, of parents coming together to help educate our children. Right. Because I, it's just not going to be feasible that it's, you know, it's something that's on the shoulders of everybody. We've got to help out everybody. So last night had, um, tried to have a meeting with a bunch of people there, but not a lot of people show, which is fine. That's fine. Everybody's busy. I get that. Um, but it was a good conversation because, um, had to have a teacher on there who is a teacher and she's lost in, in the, the back wave of everything else. But it really is coming down to it's, you know, we are going to teach our kids this way in small groups. It's going to be fun. We're going to be energetic about it. We're going to support each other. We're not going to sit around and judge or, or, or be like, Oh, I can't believe that, you know, they have to have their job, right? This, this getting rid of all of that sort of stuff and really just looking at it and going, listen, this is what it's going to take for all of us to get through all this stuff. And I want to really make sure that, you know, in this idea that I don't have that like pride factor from a lot of people. And mostly I have a feeling it's going to come from the ladies. I don't know what this is, but like this pride factor of, of never looking weak or never asking for help. It's okay. Like I am, I am saying for us, like, like the Wenzels are being selfish right now and saying, we need help. We're going to need help. We are running, we run a small business and Aaron and I work at it full time every single day. I have to find some help. And if that is, listen, you know, we'll take, you know, three or four kids, uh, or five kids, whatever, four kids on a, on Monday. And then my kids go to their house on Tuesday. That means I can actually plan and get stuff done. So how are we going to do this together as a group? Because it's going to be necessary. And it's, and why not look at it as like, maybe it'll be fun, right? As opposed to this doom and gloom that could potentially be there. So, you know, so with all that said, I mean, I'm excited about it. Uh, we had a great meeting last night. We're going to, um, 
kind of keep exploring it. Um, I, uh, I got, I'm making some spreadsheets. That's what we left with. We're going to make spreadsheets. And the idea here is that we're going to, you know, basically make, this is a potential summer camp, right? Like these are summer camps that we're going to do. Like I'm going to teach a podcast class. I'm going to teach a video class, um, and how to put stuff on YouTube. Like we're going to make a YouTube channel for, for, for our group, you know, so I want to find things that we can do that, um, you know, the kids will have fun with and it can be exciting and, and safe for everybody. That's the other thing too, is we want it to be safe. Um, but the other thing too is, is like, you want to make sure that we're bringing in a group of people in this that sort of all have the same beliefs as us, right? Like, like none of us are going to go to a torch lake, uh, on a Saturday in Michigan here with, uh, you know, with a bunch of people. So like, you know, you got to have some of the same feelings about, you know, how we're going to be healthy. We have to be open and honest with everybody. Like, listen, if somebody's sick, somebody's sick, don't, you know, um, you know, we're, we're, we have some potential locations. So I'm just excited about it. Frankly, at the end of the day, I'm kind of ranting a little bit, but I'm excited about what this could potentially become. Um, and, and, you know, I was also thinking too, I was like, I'm excited. I would love to teach not only my kids, um, but my neighbor's kids or, or my kids' best friends, this is how I do a podcast. Like what I'm doing right now, this is the microphone, how I plug the microphone in, how I set it up, how I get a level, what I'm talking about right now, my notes that I put together before I, uh, I got on that, you know, got on the air in quotations, how we're going to edit it, where we're going to put it when we're done. Like all of that, we'll, you know, I mean, that's, I just described a 10 week class of how we're going to do this. And I think, you know, and then everybody has a role, like, Hey, somebody's going to be the personality. Somebody's going to write it. Somebody's going to book the guests. Like there's all kinds of things that can happen. So I just think that there's, there's opportunity that if we look at it, it's going to be fun. So that is what I'm super excited about right now. Um, as well as going on vacation next week. So, um, but with all that said, if you're thinking about running crowdfunding, you got some things to do. Number one, smash our subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. Go and smash it up right now. Hit it. You know, ding. If you're on YouTube, you got to get that little jingle, right? Get the ding, ding, subscribe us to us over there. Um, if you go to our website, woodshed.agency, you can go to our podcast. Obviously, you can go to the blog section. You can go to our Discord community. You can go anywhere you want. There's all kinds of stuff there. Go check out... Um, check out that world. So lots and lots and lots of stuff. And if you're thinking about running a campaign before you do that, at least get on a call with me and you may have everything done. I'm telling you, you'll get value by just, Hey, these are things that I've seen pitfalls, ups and downs, all this stuff. Like just here's the things that you should be thinking about. And maybe you're already thinking about them, but then you'll get, just get confirmed that you are on the right track. So lots and lots of valuable stuff. So with all that said, let's go kick into my conversation. Um, uh, uh, with Phoebus, let's talk about the Cutie Pie tablet over on Kickstarter. And uh, yeah, let's jump into it. Here we go. Tell me when starts building right now you get nervous so for that let's let's uh let's ask the very first question here is what'd you have for breakfast right. this morning oh um i had bell pepper omelet sausage and uh some lemon bread and then nice. uh i drank uh cafe latte to push it all down <laughs> nice that's a solid <laughs> breakfast that sounds good <laughs> a pepper omelet that sounds very tasty awesome yeah. awesome what well instead of us discussing our breakfast routines why don't we get into actually 
the Kickstarter mm-hmm. campaign, which is why we're talking. So why don't you do me a favor and introduce yourself and tell my listeners okay. uh, what you're raising money for over on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so um, I'm Phoebus. I'm from the QDPI community. And uh, what our project essentially is, is a portable um, Linux tablet designed essentially for um, developers. Um, and uh, what separates this project from all the other um, niche tablet product, um, tablets out there is the fact that all our designs, um, from the hardware to the software design, is open source. So what that means is that um, anybody who has the know-how and the means can pretty much make their own QDPI tablet. Um, yeah, and also, um, in case um, some people missed it, our tablets also have a handle. Yeah, I saw that. It makes it uh, makes it a little bit more convenient than carrying around a whole bunch of uh, you know stuff with you to to make uh, yeah. your your thing portable. That's cool. So where you know you mentioned the word community in there, kind of walk us through that. So for maybe my listeners out there that have mm-hmm. no idea what you're talking about with uh, right. a QD Pi, a tablet, a Raspberry Pi, mm-hmm. you know, kind of walk us through what does that mean when you say community and like open source. Okay, um, so basically, um, we don't consider ourselves as a business. So um, the project officially started around um, early last year, but um, it unofficially started when uh, Hank, our community head, uh, joined the same firm that I was working for. And he just casually mentioned on multiple occasions that he had this idea for um, some prototypes to back it up and um, he, uh, for of a tablet. And he was um, wondering if we, I mean, uh, Schweib, another colleague, sorry, there's a lot of names here. And yeah. I were interested in collaborating with him. Uh, and the whole, and the, the more we learned about the idea, the more we got into it. And so we decided to start with the most important aspect of all, which is, of course, icon design. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, so basically it started um, amongst the three of us. And then it just, um, so um, it's, a, it, it, it's a community of friends who just wanted to do something together. That's cool. So you know, when you mentioned that the, the design, so what starts in your mind that you have to know, like, what do you have to do first to kind of get this thing off the ground, kind of formulate the idea about it? And then mm-hmm. obviously putting in a tablet, because I know that the right. res, like Raspberry Pis can go in almost anything, correct? I mean, like right, I've had yeah. speaker interviews and yeah. like sort of Alexa, you know, uh, yeah. type of things. So I know they can go in anything. So how do you start to think about tablets and how somebody's going to use it? Right. So basically, we, um, we just wanted a portable Linux tablet. And mm-hmm. so when you think about that, uh, the things you can buy off the shelf mostly are the, like, it's, it's the Raspberry Pi. Um, and then you have the monitors and then the cables. Actually, the first prototype was exactly those things. And it was housed in a cardboard box. <laughs> so that was our first prototype. And then the second prototype, uh, um, we, we bought a 3D printer and then the, the house was there printed. Right. Um, and then we used that 3D printed uh, housing and then for the uh, third prototype we actually had our own professional design now yeah so um yeah it was an evolution but yeah so it started with a cardboard box yeah that, that's great now do you find that um i know the linux community is a uh you know they they have their their their, their mindset on uh tech and you know they're uh-huh. different than maybe guy I, i'm i'm sitting with mac stuff everywhere right so like there is a right. community around that mm-hmm. so what did you find that like you know, was missing in the tablet space of that? Was it just the portability in general or is it more around, you know, um, function? Like, hey, I want to be able to code something really quick in the coffee shop or whatever. Is that what you guys were kind of thinking? Yeah, yeah, you nailed it on the head. So um, first, of, first of all, the portability, because um, like we've alluded to in the videos we've made for the Kickstarter project, it's not easy to have a portable Linux. Like if you wanted to take your projects out for a spin, yeah. um, you'd have to bring a lot of stuff, a lot of wires, and even a monitor, a portable one if you want 
Um, and so, for example, if you're out in the jungle and you find this inspiration to code something, you just can't. It's right. not possible. So um, uh, we find ourselves in some sort of um, in similar predicaments in the past. And so, um, um, yeah, that's how the idea got started. So. Yeah, that's cool. And how much, I know in the video I saw around like the, the motherboard, how much did you guys have to like really design that, you know, that, that, that board? To have the Wi-Fi, to have everything on it, or is that some stuff that you can just source and, and kind of put together? I, I, I don't, I don't really know much about that world. So yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 a lot. So it, it was a working. Uh, so it so the evolution from prototype one, which is the cardboard box, and then the cardboard um, in the prototype two, is that we um, so we use off-the-shelf products, and then for prototype two, we kind of stripped down everything. Um, so we only took the bare necessities. We soldered some item, uh, some parts as well onto the board um and so um um yeah it, it, it's a progression so it's um it's a very uh, it's a series of steps yeah um, that we had to do to um evolve the device and um and then finally we had this um, professional designer to design our pcb um the circuit board so that um yeah everything works uh, as intended, and we also had like we, we had a bunch of prototypes and but before we sent it out for printing um we had a lot of, pro we just had a lot of prototypes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and, and what's the time frame from that initial idea to what we see in the video? Like how long was that time frame again? Oh, okay. So the idea actually started around 2018 November. Okay. And um, I think we got to an acceptable level around, uh, was it? around June, 2019. So it's roughly a year and a half, I would say. Okay. Wow. Wow. That's actually quicker than I anticipated. I, I, I was wondering <laughs> if this was a three year or four year. Well, you know, during that time period, what was keeping you up at night? Like what was the biggest thing though, that you guys were really trying to hone in on to make sure that mm -hmm. one, the idea was good, but like, what was that one thing that you guys were just like, Oh man, we have to get this right. Um, so with uh, consumer devices, there's a lot of um, functionalities that we actually uh, take for granted, like for example, um, using the device while charging, or even okay. showing the battery icon that it's charging correctly. Those <laughs> are very, very difficult parts to nail correctly. So those are the stuff that we really, really wanted to nail because um, a lot of people will be expecting these features uh, on a tablet. Right. So yeah, those were the stuff that were keeping us at night. <laughs> that's yeah, that's that's great. And and you know, I've never worked in the Linux world. How hard is it then to put that sort of operating system on your device and then make sure everything looks correct? Because I know I'm just, I guess I'm assuming, you know, the Apple world, the apps all look a little bit different, right? Like, oh, uh -huh. you know, they're all custom, right? For my, you know, my, I'm sitting holding one right here, right? <laughs> so like, like, do you guys have to go through that same sort of process or does it just sort of all work because it's Linux? Like, I, I don't know much on that. Um, so... No, it does not just work because it's Linux. Um, we had to do a lot of modifications and customizations, especially because um, uh, we we develop the software on top of uh, the Raspberry Pi OS. Right. So um, to make all uh, everything work, we had to do a lot of uh, modifications on the software side as well and take into consideration the limitation of the hardware. So yeah. um, good thing, um, the base of the PewDiePie shell, uh, which is what we're calling the OS of PewDiePie, is... Um, Cute, basically, it's a framework, so it's it runs very neatly, uh, very leanly, and it's very um, uh, how to say it optimized 
yeah, or, processor heavy. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we have to start from that. Um, sorry, I, I think I digress. Um, yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> no, no worries, man. Yeah. So, I mean, so just, just like, so you're building the software on top of the hardware at the same time, it sounds like, right? So that <laughs> yeah. you're making sure that's optimized and, and, and you're not limited, limited by, oh, it doesn't open those three things that you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> that would, that would, yeah. You get out portable and you're like, oh, I wanted to code the thing and on GitHub or whatever. Can't do it. It doesn't open yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, uh, I can play music. You know? We absolutely wanted to nail was, sorry, I forgot about this. It's actually the keyboard. Uh, so oh, yeah. <laughs> the virtual keyboard was really like, it's, 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 I think it's one of our bread and butter, the keyboard. It's really smooth. It's really nice to use. So. Yeah, that was um, yeah. That when we were able to implement that, um, it was like, oh, <laughs> this feels so good to use. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I, 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 and I have to imagine that you guys are. It's probably a little bit unfair, but you're probably working to some standard in terms of like you have to compete a little bit against an iPad, right? Like it's, you know, you know, there's that level of like, I just, like if I open it, I expect to type right away or, you know, Mm -hmm. that quickness. Are you guys sort of in your mind thinking, Hey, we have at least to be on par with this to, for people to feel like. So that crossed our minds. Um, but essentially, um, this project is a passion project. So, um, um, how can I put it? Uh, the, the, we wanted to make something, uh, we wanted we wanted to make the ultimate toy um, as per our um, perception. So um, so instead of looking outwards, we just look inwards and what we wanted the device to be. Um, and um, yeah, it came out <laughs> the way it did with the handle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's great. It's it's awesome. So you know, let's talk a little bit about like the open source. So like in your guys's mind, what what are some things that maybe, you know, people could be using this for, you know, in their, in the open source world, right? Like mm-hmm. is, could it be anything or is there like specific things in your mind that you thought this, this would really, this would really enhance their workflow or their coding um, ability or whatever it might be. Yeah. So that's the thing. I'm um, actually, it's really, we designed this thing to be a launch pad for whatever the developer wants it for. So, um, well, during the campaign, we had some, um, inputs like, um, some of the backers want to use this as a, a P2P tool or um, mm. a messaging tool or something like that. So they wanted two devices and stuff like that, which is really, really nice to hear that they yeah. already have this idea right. in their heads, what they wanted to use the device for. It was just really like, um, like surreal. Like, oh, guys, you're getting it. So this is not, uh, it's not a limiting device. It's a device for you to use on your next project. On right, you right. Be. So it's really nice. Yeah, that's exciting. I, I always love yeah. in whatever Kickstarter campaign I work on when you get these like <laughs> these nuggets that, that you didn't expect, right? Or you yeah, or when yeah. people really get it, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Yes, this is it. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> that's what we were. That's what we worked on. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome." Well, well, let's flip over. I mean, we've kind of hinted a lot about it, but let's actually just kind of talk about the Kickstarter in general. So, mm-hmm. when we're talking today, um, you have about 14 days to go. Over 700 yeah. backers, so a lot of backers. Yeah, $2,000. So you crushed your goals, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, where in this process did Kickstarter start to come in your mind in terms of a funding vehicle for it? Oh, um, okay. So um, around late last year, maybe around September 2019. Um, so to be honest, we initially did not think about crowdfunding uh, or mm-hmm. crowdfunding our project. So, um, however, when we asked for a quotation from the manufacturers, that was the, um, the how should I say it? aha moment <laughs> 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 we needed to seriously consider it 
Right. Because, um, yeah. So we, we we wanted the professional finish. So up until this point, we were just 3D printing everything, and um, to have that professional finish, um, we need to have a mold. Yeah. And it's the only way to go. So yeah. So we had started looking at manufacturers, and then we realized, yeah, we needed to crowdfund, and so that was around that time, September 2019. That's cool. And was there, and then from there, did you start to think about how this sort of, you know, the Raspberry Pi community in general would, would support this on Kickstarter and Kickstarter would be the right platform to go to? You know, we, we can just hope at that time, um, <laughs> because like I said, this is a very niche device. So we, yeah. um, we, we do have our indices um, to gauge interest. Uh, like for example, we have on our website, we have our mailing list. And so we use that as uh, the number of subscribers as a gauge um, of interest. But then when you launch Kickstarter, we really did not know what to expect. So when, um, yeah, so anyways, yeah, <laughs> I'm getting a little bit chatty. Um, but um, when we actually launched the Kickstarter page, we, 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 we scheduled it for, it's 12 a.m. in Japan at that time. Mm-hmm. It's around maybe 8, 9 a.m. in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, when we launched the project. And um, we were supposed to just launch it, sleep, and then check the progress next day. But then, lo and behold, after 15 minutes, we sold out the first tier of our um, project. Like, we were just discussing amongst ourselves, oh, what is happening? Everybody's like <laughs> ch- uh, backing the project. And then four hours into the campaign, we just um, we, we got fully funded. So <laughs> it was just so surreal. And it's 4 a.m. in Japan. And we're like, dude, I can't sleep. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, has there been something that sort of stood out in this, you know, maybe behind the scenes in the dashboard, that you, maybe another mm-hmm. thing that you guys didn't expect outside of it taking off instantly. Has there been, you know, a country that's supporting this a lot or just something that you didn't mm-hmm. expect? Um, it's just that, um, the, uh, like I mentioned earlier, um, there's two things. So the fact that the people that they're backing us, they already have a vision on mm-hmm. what they wanted to use. And they're very vocal about it, which is kind of refreshing. It's like, you know what, what you could have done better? You could have done, you could have added this, you could have added that, or we're going to use this for this project of us and we're excited to have it. Having that kind of reaction was just really um, surreal for us. Um, and the other thing is just, uh, yeah, so, I mean, uh, having it back on the first day of launching was just something we did not expect. Um, I remember um, there's an anecdote I'd like to share, but um, our uh, Pink, the community head, our community head, he was um, <laughs> he was just minutes before launch. He was trying to edit, modify everything on the campaign page, and I literally had to stop him from doing, <laughs> me changing everything. Like, stay away from the computer, <laughs> let it be. Yeah, that's a that's a huge thing, man. That there's so much anxiety; it pulls out all kinds of, yeah, exactly. of, of just emotions of of good, bad, fear, you know, excitement, and you really kind of get a sense of it. So, you know, um, you know so I, I think a, a, a thing that's challenging for a lot of project creators is to kind of know that you have um, a, a prototype that looks good enough for your mm-hmm. content. Your guys' content looks great. I mean, like your photo, I mean, you got your video. It's funny because you're pulling out all this stuff. And, you know, um, <laughs> how, how did you guys go about knowing that, like, listen, we, you know, instead of continuing to just tweak, 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 and tweak, we have mm-hmm. something that we at least know that we can move forward. Was there a moment that you guys felt like it looks great? You know, it's going to photograph and video, gra- you know, it's going to look great on video. Did you guys have a moment that you just knew that you were ready for that? Um, we knew we had some parameters that we wanted to reach. Like for example, the thickness of the PCB board. Um, yeah. So we had these parameters that, um, we wanted to reach and um so through the prototypes 
again, we, um, sorry, I lost, I lost, sorry, could you repeat the question? I lost it. Yeah, just just when, when did you think that you knew you had something that could be photographed? And video, because <laughs> okay. again, if you're 3D printing, you know, it's like, eh, it looks yeah. okay. But when do you know, like, okay, no, this is, this is it. This will look good. <laughs> Actually, we were, we were photographing the 3D printed <laughs> stuff as well. So we were very proud of it. So like I said, this is a passion project. So anything that came out, we just really like, we were really proud of it. It was like, we treated it like our babies or stuff, or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but um, yeah, we, uh, we want, yeah. So we wanted to, to, do, to see how it would look like because you could um, print a lot of stuff. But then yeah. to verify the industrial design, you needed to mold, you needed a mold. So that's um that time maybe we decided like okay, so let's now we needed to, we need to verify this design of ours, mm-hmm. and so that's the time we actually got to thinking um yeah okay so let's print it, uh, let's have them print inject do, do do injection molding and stuff like yeah, gotcha gotcha that's very cool that's very cool. Uh, so what kind of has been happening over these last 14 days just to kind of keep those momentum going? Like, what do you guys have mm-hmm. planned that, you know, just keeps it going, keeps backers coming in, keeps that energy up? Okay. So, um, we are very chatty. We, we have this group chat on Telegram. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, a lot of, um, people come there, um, or backers come there and interested parties come there to ask technical questions. That's one of the venues. But, um, at this point, um, uh, we are shifting our focus away from, um, I think, advertis- advertising into actually the, the fulfillment phase. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are shifting our focus to that area for the gotcha. last 14 days. Yeah. And how did you guys approach shipping and handling? I know that's a big one for a lot of campaigns. <laughs> and, and you guys are doing, a wor- I think you're doing a worldwide one as well. So how yes. did you approach this so that you're not, uh, you know, losing money? Um, right. Um, we have yeah. reached out to various fulfillment services, um, and this is currently in progress, but we potentially might have found one that we wanted to mm-hmm. work with. Um, but for us, like you mentioned, um, we are shipping worldwide, and um, we know that Kickstarter only validates addresses in the U.S., so we needed a software tool or a company that would help us validate the address for other countries as well, because um, a lot of our backers are in Europe as well and other parts of the world. So. Um, yeah, we need this uh, address verification tool, which is really important for us. So that's why we started. Like, so there must be someone that's offering mm-hmm. these services yeah. and that can help us like simplify the um, fulfillment process. And so, yeah, gotcha. that's kind of the thing we're researching at the moment. Gotcha. So let's let's kind of move over to fulfillment. So what starts mm-hmm. to happen to get these products into in the backers' hands? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So so. Okay, so um, after uh, so this is after the campaign, right? So um, yep. as soon as um, so we already have a manufacturing partner, um, and after um, the campaign, we will place our orders with them immediately, um, and we are expecting to ship the devices at um, early November twenty twenty. So um, yeah, that is the timeline we are trying to stick to. Okay. What, what has to happen I, for a product like this? Do you guys have to handle like, um, you know, checking each one and, you know, uh, making sure that USB works or, you know, it, you know, what's, is there a process like that in place or does that all happen at the manufacturing? Yeah, there, there's a process uh, in place, but it also happens on the manufacturing side. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so the QHX you mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it seems like that, it, it, like this one could have a, 
a lot to, to double yes, check yes. on and just to make sure it's all good to go and stuff. And, and how about for a product like this? Like, do you guys have to think about packaging and, and that sort of experience of opening it or, or is this community not as fickle about that sort of stuff? We, we are, um, we are thinking about the packaging. Actually, we have a few um, box designs mm-hmm. <laughs> that we haven't released yet. And that is a, uh, a point of contention <laughs> currently <laughs> because we have various of varying opinions amongst us. Uh, but yeah, so we are really thinking about the packaging of the tablet. That's cool. That's cool. So, and, um, so it's, yeah, it's a cutie pie. So we have to take our cue from somewhere. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's great. <laughs> so what does this, you know, like, how about the next year? What does this whole next year look like? I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. hopefully by November, you're shipping everything out. And right. 700 people in the world have these or 1,000, whatever the, your final numbers are. What then yeah, happens yeah. for this group of people who made this? Like, what, what do you guys see yourself doing? Um, so for next uh, year, well, after we ship the products, um, we, we plan to, um, as, as much as possible, we, can, we want to put the tablets into the hands of more developers. Um, so that they can start making something really cool with it. And if they do, um, maybe they can tag us. We'll be really happy to know what they've made. Um, and um, we also plan to keep up with uh, how Raspberry Pi upgrades their products. Mm. So um, if in the future they release something, um, and if we can support that, we plan on doing so. Gotcha. So you guys are envisioning that you would have just like, you know, the iPad one, two, three. I mean, you would have at some point it's cutie pie one, and then you guys would just keep moving on as, as things upgrade, get faster and all that sort of stuff. Um, I don't, um, so for cutie pie tablet, I think, um, so we, we wanted to make a tablet. We made a tablet. Um, as of now, we're not thinking of making tablet two. Right. Right. Um, but we do have other pretty cool, toys in our minds that we'd like to make. Yeah. So it may not come, if it, it, it probably will not come in the form of a tablet, um, but there are some stuff that we are excited to That's cool. pull into fruition. Um, and we hope those will resonate well as well with the audience as much as it did with a PewDiePie tablet. Yeah, that's great. That's great. That's awesome. So, uh, well, so I've been ending each one of my uh, interviews since we uh, here in the States, we've been quarantined and, you know, the, the whole world. Um, so kind of some some questions that aren't around uh, Kickstarter. So if you're ready for them, I'll, I'll shoot them over if you're ready. Okay. All right. What are you, uh, what are you watching uh, maybe in the streaming world, the Netflix, Hulu's of the world? What, what, oh. Is there any shows that you're watching right now? I currently uh, just finished Shit's Creek. Yeah, very nice. That's a good one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> very funny. Stuff. Yeah, it's a very funny one. I think the new uh, season's supposed to be coming out pretty soon on Netflix. The last one, the season. Yeah, I, I heard that from friends uh, in the states, but the thing is, in Japan, we already have all seasons. Oh, well, then no spoilers here because uh, I need to wait. I need to watch season six. Okay, all right. Um, how about uh, about uh, is there a movie that you've watched recently uh, that you've uh, that you enjoyed? Oof, movie. Um, it's a long time since. Uh, maybe Aquaman. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. So every I do every time I ask this question, I nobody's know. watching any movies anymore. They're like, I don't know. <laughs> Everybody, everything's TV shows or like you know, ten part series. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny too because everybody's like, oh, I don't have time for movies because movies are like an hour and a half. But then they're like, I watched this twelve uh, part series, series, which is like twelve hours. I'm like, but the movie was only an hour and a half, so it's it's interesting. Oh, I, uh, I think I watched Shazam. So I like the superhero movie. So okay, Shazam. All right, all right. How about a book? You read a book lately? 
Um, okay, yeah. Um, I would like, so I would love to say um, Neil Gaiman's Ocean at the End of the Lane, <laughs> but in reality, I think it's a self-help uh, self-help book, Scrum, a Scrum-related book. Um, I think it's how to do your job in less in in half the time or something like that. Okay. All right. All right. Nice. <laughs> nice. How about uh, how about podcasts? I mean, I know you listen to mine all the time, so yeah, I know that. Yeah. But is there any other podcasts that you're uh, that you're listening to? Um, yeah, there's this one. It's called the Eve's Drop. Okay. Um, so it's um, so the, the 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 hosts are three um, radio hosts, three female radio hosts in a male radio host. So it's just a very opinionated show about things in general. So they just talk to each other. It's just quite a refreshing take on positive life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. And my last one then is around like, is there any um, like uh, blog sources or websites you go to to kind of stay up with one, your industry or two, marketing? Or is there just like resources that you go to to either get inspired or whatever it might be on the, mm-hmm. uh, on the internet? Okay. Um... Okay, so I have a plural site subscription. <laughs> okay. So that, I don't know if, if I can say that, but yeah, so I have that subscription and so I use it um, to study. And um, because right now um, I'm studying a lot regarding a new technology um, that I've been doing. Um, it's about a cloud platform called Salesforce. It's not, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's popular, um, but yeah. um, I think it's a niche. But um, yeah, so I'm studying about that um, just to broaden my horizons. Um, and for any, else i think i just go to apple insider <laughs> yeah that's great that's great that's great well where should people go to check this out outside of the kickstarter um where should we where should we send people oh yeah so we have a website it's pewdiepie.io um you can check out latest information from there we also uh, are very active on our um twitter account which is pewdiepie underscore io Okay. Um, it's the same for our Twitter. Uh, sorry, not Twitter. Um, Telegram. Um, so Telegram is mostly for technical questions, so we can answer if they have anything. Um, we have people there on standby, willing to talk to anyone and anywhere. <laughs> That's <laughs> <Anytime>. great. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you've got an amazing campaign here. It was it was a uh, really cool for me to find it. You know, as I'm going through the Kickstarter world, uh, <laughs> I always love these sort of. You know, when I, when you see something completely in the Raspberry Pi world, for me, I'm always interested in it because it just seems like mm-hmm. it's awesome because you're it's coming out of kind of nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a community that's always using it, so I think this is a really really good product. And you guys have obviously hit a hit a grand slam with this. And uh, I, I wish you guys a lot of luck in the future. And thanks again for your time. Thank you very much for inviting us. Awesome, awesome. Good luck with the rest of the campaign. All right, thank you. Bye now. All right, how about that conversation? Interesting product, man. I got to give these guys a lot of credit. I would not start trying to make any sort of tablet device. It it just seems like that is all over the place. Like I I don't even know where I would start. I'd like to just go into Best Buy and buy my iPad and then move on with my day. But that's what I do. But other people, hey, you know, they want to build their own thing. So, all right, guys. Remember, if you're thinking about running a crowdfunding campaign, go to woodshed.agency right now. We've got all kinds of stuff there. Smash all those subscribe buttons wherever you're listening to it. Um, You know, tell your friends, tell your families. Uh, reach out. Let's schedule a, a time to talk. All kinds of stuff that you guys can do. Lots of valuable resources out there. Um, and I uh, hope you guys are doing well. Make sure you guys listen to this Sugar People track. It's a hot one. They're all hot, right? We love the Sugar People. We love it. It's all hot stuff. So check that out. And uh, I'll talk to you guys all on Thursday. See ya.
Scream and shout 